Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 410. I've got my new co-host. Yes, Cindy's gone off on her uh, worldwide travels and she'll be back in a year but um but i've got a great new co-host that's adrian adrian would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers hi everyone my name is adrian i'm the ceo and founder of a company called groundhog we develop sales and marketing plugins for those businesses out there that use wordpress to help them with email marketing marketing automation uh they're building their sales pipelines uh and really turning their wordpress website into a sales engine in order to maximize the revenue from their e-commerce store their lms site uh their digital download store or whatever it is you use wordpress in order to run your business. Uh, you can visit us at Groundhog with two G's.io or reach out to us on Facebook at Groundhog WP. And um, with Adrian's help, because of Adrian's expertise, I'm excited he's agreed to come on board on the show. We're going to have an emphasis on marketing, online marketing, with a, with a slight emphasis, obviously, on membership and learning management systems. But with his experience, I, I think we can have some great guests and we can have some great conversation. So this week, folks, what are we going to be looking into? Well, we're going to be looking into people leaving your course, basically bailing out pretty quick on your membership and your course in general. And, you know, retention, basically. And how can you increase your retention and how can you get possible students that have left to come back onto your course. So it's a great discussion. Before we go into the main part of the discussion, I want to talk about one of our great sponsors and uh, a sponsor that has agreed to continue for another year. I'm really pleased about that. That's Kinsta, Kinsta Hosting. And what are Kinsta? Well, they're a specialised WordPress hosting provider. They only host WordPress. That's their speciality and they have an emphasis on power users, mem- people that got membership sites, learning management system, WooCommerce, or people that need really great hosting for critical um, websites that can't be down. Now, they use the Google Cloud. Um, their technology is fantastic. But what they also offer is fantastic 24-7 support from some of the best support staff in the industry. They also offer a fantastic interface. Um, all the technology you're looking for, staging site, one-click backup, um, latest version of PHP. So if you're a developer um, looking for a quality host for your clients or you're a power user yourself, I suggest that you should go over to Kinsta. Um, Kinsta hosts the WP Tonic website. I've been absolutely blasted away by their support. Go and have a look at Kinsta. So, Adrian, how are we going to kick this off, Adrian? So, as you had mentioned, today we are going to be talking about uh, churn, or rather, uh, for those of you who are not familiar with the terminology, that is churn, your customer retention rate. So, let's just start off by laying out some terminology. So, uh, throughout 
this show, we're going to use the term churn, which is essentially the percentage of your customers that do not stay with you past their first billing period. So if they sign up, for example, if you have a subscription-based product that you charge monthly or yearly, then your churn rate would be the percentage of customers that sign up and then leave before their fur or before their second, rather, their second billing period. So if you have a monthly subscription, it would be the number of people who leave after the first payment within the first 30 days. That is your churn rate. Uh, you can also call it customer retention. Uh, you can call it burn or there's, it goes by many names, but for this show, we're going to be using churn. Uh, now, there are lots of reasons uh, that people leave, uh, for, uh, and we're going to go over what those reasons are. Uh, we're also, in this show, going to go over how to ensure that people stay with you past that first billing period, so ways that we can actually decrease the churn rate that your businesses experience. And finally, we're going to cover what to do when people do eventually leave, because it's kind of inevitable, and there will always be those who uh, decide that your product isn't for them, or it's not the right time, or there, there are several reasons, again, why people leave, and we will discuss that when they do and when it does happen, what you can do in order to ensure that it doesn't have a lasting negative effect on your business. Uh, so that is a super exciting, and those are what we're going to do today. Oh, that sounds fantastic. So where do we begin with this, Adrian? You know, well, let's, so uh, let's start off with why people actually leave. And um, I read a fantastic article uh, from a company called Hotjar. If you're not familiar with Hotjar, they are an analytics company. You essentially install their tracking code on your website and they'll uh, track your heat maps and you can view uh, actual recordings of people clicking through your website and it allows you to really diagnose uh, where the, the holes in your website are as far as your sales process is concerned, your customer journey. It allows you to diagnose that. And they released this fantastic article that essentially proclaimed to the world that 33% of their entire customer base leaves before their second billing period. So their churn rate from an initial sign-up is 33%, which is astronomical, especially if your entire business is subscription-based. And uh, they provided a uh, uh, three reasons why their customers left, and we're going to go over what those reasons are uh, and what they did and try and, and try and fix that. Uh, I also included some some reasons from my own experience running a uh, technically a software as a service business and having recurring subscription products and all of that good stuff, and why people uh, leave and what I did in order to solve that as well. And this is coming from a software as a service perspective. However, it just as equally applies to membership sites, uh, it equally applies to um, course creators, equally applies to even uh, physical product sellers. So if you sell, if you have an e-commerce store and you sell physical products, equally applies to you as well. Uh, rather than your first billing period, you could just think of it as the number of people that never return for their second purchase. Yeah, I think uh, it covers, I think even the health industry, though, gyms, um, physical locations that have membership, they have exactly the same um, problems, don't they really, Adrian? Don't they, they do. So if you're, if you're in a physical product business or, or uh, it's your churn rate would be the number of people that come and buy something for you and then never come back. That, that's what I would classify 
uh, or many people classify as your churn uh, rate if you are a physical product seller and you only do one-off purchases rather than signing people up for subscriptions. If you don't sell subscriptions, by the way, uh, I would look into that because it's where a lot of businesses are moving. Uh, even our you know, Amazon Prime, the largest one-off seller of products in the world, has a subscription model called Amazon Prime, uh, and that's what they use in order to retain more customers. But enough about that. Let's jump into why people actually leave. So the number one reason uh, that, that we found and Hotjar found and I found in, in my own business is people do not see the value that they paid for within their first billing period. So if uh, your subscription or whatever it is costs, let's say $39 a month, uh, and they do not experience $39 worth of value within their first billing period, then that's a reason to leave. If they can't justify the cost within the first 30 days to justify another uh, $39 next month to experience, again, the same underwhelming value, then that's a reason why people uh, will leave. So that's reason number one. Reason number two is uh, they don't see any value at all, which is more problematic, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Reason number three is they do see the value. The value is there and they can, they can taste it, but they are not equipped to extract it out of your product or service offering, your course, your membership, your, uh, your software. They are just not equipped to do that. So they're overwhelmed by your product or service offering. Uh, there's so much to do, but so little time, and they cannot dedicate the time and resources to extract that value. So they don't see that they're getting the value out of it, which kind of just lends back to the first one. Uh, and number four is they just run out of money. Some people uh, sign up for things not necessarily being able to pay for it. They, uh, they sign up for it and they can see the value and they, they, they want to be able to extract the value, but they're, they're kind of, they're up against their credit card statement at the same time. That's not necessarily something that you can, uh, you can fix on behalf of that person. Um, but it is, it is something that happens and it's, you know, important to keep in mind. So you don't take it personally. If somebody leaves, you don't know what's going on in people's lives. Uh, so that's just something to keep in mind that sometimes people just don't have the money to continue, uh, their subscription. Well, you can do, you know, if you really think about it, because if you actually, con- that's why listening to this particular episode and doing some research is helpful, isn't it, Adrian? Because on your re- on your marketing side to try and get these people back, you could consider um, offering a, a more extensive payment plan, couldn't you? Absolutely. But those, again, so that's leading. So we're going to talk about, again, why these are the reasons that people leave. But we're going to talk about when they leave, what can you do to do about it? So we're going to get there. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, and all of this lends to something that uh, I have coined. That's a polite way for him to say he's trying to keep me under control, listeners <laughs> of views. That's why I've asked him to become my co-host. Because like Cindy, I need some control. Sorry, I just couldn't resist that. No worries, no worries. Uh, so all of that is part of the churn cycle. So the churn cycle goes something like this. Someone signs up for your product service or they buy something for you. They start using the service. They start to consume it. The customer does not experience their initial sign-up value or any value within their first billing period or within the first X number of days that you would need to use in order to get them to their second purchase or second billing period. And then they end up canceling their subscription or they just don't come back. That is the churn cycle. Um, One of a, a great comparison... That to some to a company that has their churn cycle under control, 
uh, is Spotify. I'm not sure if you sign up for Spotify, but Spotify, if you're not familiar, is a uh, service company. And what they do is they just curate music and you can sign up for a monthly membership fee of $9.99 Canadian. And you pay their nine, you pay their $10 fee every month and you get access to unlimited music. Now, what they did when they first launched several, I, I don't know, maybe like six or seven years ago now, uh, is at that time, iTunes was the big curator of music. So you had to go on iTunes and it was 99 cents per song for in most cases. Uh, sometimes it was $1.39 for songs if they were on the top 100 list. Uh, and what that meant is if you could go to Spotify and their business model and pay $10 a month and you listen to 10 songs a month, then your value was worth it because the only other way you'd get those songs was by going to iTunes and spending 99 cents per song. So they equated their value within that first billing period to just listen to 10 songs and your, and your subscription is pays for itself, essentially. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's a, an example of someone who makes it super easy in order to see and extract that value in a very, very short period of time. Because at two and a half minutes per song, that takes you about 15 minutes to get your value out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So those are some of the reasons why people leave. Let's talk about ways to ensure that people stay. Uh, we know why they leave and, and we can uh, uh, deduce why they're leaving. And if you don't know why your customers are leaving, it's actually really easy to find out. Yes. Just ask them. <laughs> uh, before, you, before you do that, Adrian, we're going to go for a break. Oh, are we? Okay, brilliant. <laughs> go for that. a break. And when Adrian comes back, he's going to tell you. So I thought that was a good point. So um, have a break, folks. We'll be back in a few moments. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com just like the podcast we're coming back Adrian's now going to answer his own question off you go Adrian so we know why people leave just to recap after our break Uh, the reasons people leave they see no value within their first billing period or they don't see the equivalent value of their price that they signed up for they get overwhelmed by the product there's so much to do but too little time in order to extract the value out or they run out of money uh, their upgrade is credit card statements and there's the, and something that you can't necessarily control. But we're going to talk about ways that, again, once they leave, that they can, uh, we can go back to that and help them uh, actually be a user of our product. So those are why people, those are the reasons why people leave. Let's talk about ways to ensure that people stay. So uh, a few of these strategies I have implemented in my own business and I see them implemented in several other places as well. The Heartshire article that I had mentioned uh, talks about how they implemented some changes in order to ensure that they reduce their churn rate. So the, the first and most obvious way is to ensure that they see an equivalent amount of value within the first billing period. But the question then becomes, well, how do you do that? How do you ensure that someone in their first billing period sees the value of their price and then continues to pay for it? So either equivalent uh, or value above that billing period. So uh, the first way that I found was really helpful is just making yourself available. 
So if someone is, uh, one of the big problems is if they're overwhelmed with the product, then they can't extract the value. By making yourself available, being available for questions, having a community, having extensive documentation, having a help center, uh, or just you know making sure that you communicate with your clients or your customers via email is a super helpful way to uh, that psychologically helps the person saying, all right, well, I may not be getting my value out like immediately by myself, but with this person's help, which they're making themselves available, I will be able to do so eventually. So by making yourself available and, and, and open to questions and transparent, it's a lot easier for, for your customers to see the light at the end of the tunnel and then eventually be able to extract that value out of your service offering. Number two is provide constant guidance and assistance. Ensuring that your customers know where to go and what to do within their first billing period with your product or service is extremely important. Uh, and I actually, in the, in the um, show notes, there should be a second article, which I have written, uh, that discusses how to set up an automated onboarding sequence uh, for your business, for your LMS, or for your membership site. And essentially what an onboarding sequence does is it guides every day someone through the different facets of your product. So if you have uh, different tiers or you have different areas, you have a community, you have a support site, you have a forum, uh, your customers do not necessarily know where all of those different things are. You have to tell them where they are and tell them when it is appropriate to go to those places. And you can use an onboarding sequence in order to do that. I'm not going to get too far into that one topic. Uh, there is a blog post to accommodate this, uh, and that should be linked. And you can go and look at that after. Um, another great way to ensure that people see equivalent value is tell them when to experience value. Now, this is, this is a little bit of more advanced concept. So it's easy for someone to, to, to sign up for a product. And, and if your big goal is you will make like $10,000 in the next six years by following this seven-step program, right? Super big lofty goal. And it's really hard. If, you don't, if, if that's the goal you set, that's really high. And they're not going to experience that amount of value within that first billing period. So if, they, if you set the goal that high and they don't experience that, then boom, guess what? They're going to leave. So the way that we mitigate that is we set mini goals that we tell them is when they should experience value. So for example, in Groundhog, our first benchmark for experiencing value is sending an email. And we tell them, congratulations, you've just sent your first email. That's so awesome. And that is valuable to you. Whether it is actually valuable in terms of monetary results is not, but it's psychologically valuable because they feel as if they are moving forward. And technically, they are moving forward. They've just sent their first email. That's a big step into engaging in marketing and, and promoting your business and helping your list. So that is a, a, a literal like first step for experiencing value. Now, you set in your, uh, in your steps the small benchmarks for experiencing value, and then if that's the value that you set, that's the value of your experience, and they will see that as um, an equivalent to whatever your price was. If in an LMS context, for example, you can set your first experience of value after lesson one. Send them a congratulations message. You just experienced lesson one. That one lesson alone was worth this amount of dollars. Congratulations. And here are your next steps so you can experience more value into the future. So setting those benchmarks and telling your customers when to experience value is, well, valuable, <laughs> I suppose. Um, and last, but and the last way that we can ensure that people see equivalent or more value within their first billing, uh, billing period is to validate their customer experience. So by providing constant validation that the customer made a good choice, 
is a great way to ensure that they experience value. So just check in with them every once in a while. Say, hey, listen, you're doing a great job. You're well on your way to whatever lofty goal we set by the end of this course or by uh, what you should achieve by using the software. You're well on your way. And if you need any help, we are here to guide you and provide that. So just by providing that constant validation, checking in, ensuring that you're active within your community, and by providing them that experience is a great way to ensure that they see value. All right. So those are ways uh, that within the first billing period to ensure that people continue to pay and continue to be a customer. The second way to ensure people stay is pretty obvious. It's continue to provide long-term value. It's all great to provide a ton of value within the first month. Uh, now, if they get past the first month, you have to provide value long-term. And you can do that in a variety of ways. And your product is probably already designed to do this. But if you need a few pointers, uh, videos about using your product or success stories about other people using your product and services, blog posts telling them how-tos, guides, whatever it is that you, that you are, are, the value that it is that you provide, uh, insights into other people's businesses or competitor businesses that they can use, uh, strategies, etc. All pretty standard stuff, uh, but it's all about providing that long-term value uh, because it is still possible for people to leave after two months, three months, four months. It's, it becomes increasingly less likely the further on that they get, but it's still important to provide value. Okay, uh, so that is what, how to, or ways that you can ensure that people stay uh, to decrease your churn rate. But even if you do all that, there is the inevitable person that will leave because that's just, you know, that's just, that's just business. You know, business is as business does and people will leave. And here are some strategies uh, that you can impl- implement rather to make sure that it doesn't have a long lasting negative effect on your business. Um, do you have any comments before we jump into this, Jonathan? No, you've... Um Thank you so much for thinking all this out. Um, I've had an easy show, haven't I, listeners and viewers? Um, t- uh, t- I've chosen a great co-host. Um, no, it's been very rich, but the um, I the, the information you're giving, it's fantastic, Adrian, and thank you so much. Well, part, part of my strategy for Descreasing is providing constant value. So <laughs> we want to make sure that, you know, your show listeners uh, get the value that they need in order to, to run their business. So yes. value, value rich is how no, I think everything you've outlined is spot on, you know, that you, you're preaching to the converted. <laughs> um, okay, so what do we do when people actually leave? So the number one thing that you should do is, uh, I did outline earlier some way, some reasons that people leave, but those are the basic reasons. Uh, there are lots of reasons that we didn't cover that people might leave, uh, and we need to ask them why they left. So send an exit survey. If someone leaves, just ask the simple question, why did you leave? And they will either tell you, I hate your product, I hate your service, I don't know what it is, I just, I got no value out of it. And But what you can do is don't take it any of it personally, but use that information to better structure your onboarding process, uh, your products, your service offerings, whatever it is that they had a problem with, you can then go to and use in order to provide a better experience for new customers. So by collecting those APIs, you can design the ideal customer experience and then further decrease your churn rate. Uh, Thing number two, after sending your exit survey, is to stay in touch. Uh, Again, some people leave just because 
their credit card ran out or they were on a prepaid MasterCard or there's, there's lots of reasons why you might not be able to collect that second billing period payment. But if we stay in touch, then we are always at top of mind whenever that person eventually does need your product or service again. They will remember you and come back to you. So keep in touch with them on the list by sending them weekly, monthly emails, whatever it is that you do. Uh, unless they unsubscribe, of course. Don't send them if they unsubscribe. That's a that's a pretty clear indication that uh, that person is not your customer. <laughs> um, part two of staying in touch is as um, Jonathan, I believe, was mentioning earlier back at the beginning of the show. If they do leave, uh, but we want them to come as a returning client, reward them for coming back. We can send them a quote-unquote veterans discount or a reactivation promotion in order to come back and reactivate their account for a lesser amount than their initial payments because they're already a customer and you wanted to reward them for coming back. Uh, That is an idea. You don't have to implement it, but it is uh, a way to kind of grease the wheels, as it were, in order to encourage uh, previous customers to becoming, again, current customers. Um. Part number three, I said this earlier, but don't, don't take, if someone leaves, don't take it personally. Again, lots of reasons people leave. Don't take it personally. The reasons people leave uh, can help you actually grow your business. They can help you design better systems and processes and provide better values to your customers to ensure that people don't leave in the future. So it's not, nev- it, nothing's ever personal in business. It's just business. Um, number four, uh, clear refund policy. Super important. So when people leave, you will there there will be haters and there will be uh, there will be issues and you will have to provide refunds in some cases. But make sure that you have a clear refund policy for when that occurs. Uh, and if you provide that clear structured refund policy, they may eventually come back because they appreciate the the transparency. If you make it hard to get refunds from you, all you'll do is you'll get yourself a bad review on Google. <laughs> I signed up for this company and I spent a ton of money and they won't refund me even though I experienced no value. That doesn't look good on you or your business. So make sure it's clear and make sure that you know when they sign up that they understand what the terms and conditions are. Uh, the, the best refund policy is the 30 days no uh, money back guarantee. No questions asked. Uh, that's the one that we have on our website. Uh, and that ensures that people are willing to sign up and they get past that 30-day mark. Uh, and it's clear, they, they understand what the terms and conditions are. So you'll still get asked for refunds. You don't necessarily have to honor it. I'd send it to them anyway, just because they might come back later. You don't know. Maybe they need the money to make a rent payment. <laughs> you, you, have really, a- you really don't know, do you? You really we're gonna, don't. We're going to wrap up the um, podcast part of the show, listeners and viewers. Um, we're going to have some bonus content. We're going to finish off... Um, which you'll be able to see on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Um, basically, if you want to see the shows the, the earliest possible, you just can't get your spoonful of WP Tonic soon enough. Um, that's the best way of seeing the latest materials. It, um, I'm going to be posting a lot more video in the next six months on the WP YouTube, YouTube channel. It um, had over a 1,000 subscribers last week. It's growing rapidly. So um, we're going to be putting some energy into that. But if you want to listen to the podcast earliest, go there. And the second thing is if you really want to support the show, 
is subscribe on, um, give us a review on iTunes. It really does help the show a lot. Uh, I don't care if you say I'm rubbish. I'm sure you're going to say Agent was fantastic. Uh, Rob, it doesn't matter, but just give us a review. It really does help the show. Agent, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? So you can reach out to me and my business, Groundhog uh, Inc., on both Facebook and Twitter. We are at Groundhog WP on both social media platforms. Groundhog is spelt with two Gs at the end. Otherwise, it's just spelt like the animal. You can also go to Groundhog, again, with two Gs, dot I-O. Uh, that is where you can download our WordPress plugin that will allow you to implement a lot of the strategies, actually, that we talked about today, the following up, the automated onboarding. And again, there is an article that will be attached uh, with this show that will go through the step-by-step process of how to actually set up that automated onboarding to decrease or uh, rather increase your customer retention rates. Uh, so you can also reach out through us through that. And uh, you can reach out to me personally. My email address is info at groundhog.io. Making ourselves available was one of the ways that we can increase retention. So I make sure to always make uh, ensure that I am available for your burning questions. And that's fantastic, Adrian. Um, if you want to find out more about WP Tonic, folks, go to the WP Tonic. We got some great posts this month. We had a post about Learn Dash 3.0, a full review, and then I I wrote also an article about the software that you need to do Facebook Live. We got some fantastic articles this month. Um, and we have some more fantastic articles this month. Um, we'll see you next week, folks, with another either internal show, but we're actually fully booked for July. We've got a fantastic um, group of guests coming on the show, and Adrian's come on board. It's going to be great stuff. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.